What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any Chris that spells it with a K. And Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's up out there? How are we feeling today? It is a Taco Tuesday here. It is April 25th, 2023. It's the starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there? We're hanging out with you for the next hour. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry along for the ride as well. And uh, coming up, we'll talk everything in the world of uh, sports. Was there something that important happened yesterday? I don't think so. the NFL? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. We might have to explore that. And uh, we'll uh, take a look at... Yeah, I mean, (laughs) no one texted us. And uh, we'll also hit up on uh, some uh, local sports, local baseball, and uh, softball action uh, from yesterday. And get set for the schedule for uh, tonight. We'll hit up on uh, Major League uh, Baseball as a uh, go figure. It's the uh, opening uh, game of the series, and the Cardinals drop another one. So uh, we'll hit up on that. And we also got shut out by a 35-year-old. So uh, nice. we'll hit up on that as well as the NBA playoffs from uh, last night. Uh, Jimmy Buckets showing up once again, and also LeBron showing up uh, last night as well against some clown named Dylan Brooks who – doesn't want to talk to the media now uh and uh, also there was some Illini news uh, from yesterday as the basketball team hit the uh, transfer portal and uh, the uh, fighting Illini also announced uh, that they're moving a football game and we'll hit up on that as well as the Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night woof Tampa what are you doing blowing that lead uh, there too uh, Toronto. Uh, not good, but we'll explore uh, that all coming up here on the uh, starting lineup. And whatever we don't get to here on the Trustful Show, we get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashioning and download that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast iTunes, Spotify, the website fmradio.com under the uh, podcast tab. Uh, there is where to uh, find that. And don't forget to uh, rate and review the podcast as well. Helps us out uh, there as well. All right, so we got a lot to get to here today, so uh, let's waste uh, no more time, and uh, let's hit it up, and uh, let's get it going with First Things First. Before we get into the show.
first things first. And it has uh, finally happened. The big news that we were talking about that we were alluding to as it has finally happened. It came down in real time watching that clip on ESPN yesterday on NFL Live. Adam Schefter breaking the news live to the people as it has uh, finally happened. We mentioned it in passing yesterday mm-hmm. uh, about this, and it uh, got done, of course, when the show was uh, long over, over with yeah. but and uploaded by that point. But it's happened as uh, the hostage situation has, is over as Aaron Rodgers is uh, finally getting uh, shipped out to New York, and he is officially going to become a, a New York Jet as the uh, trade was official yesterday. Travis, what's your? What, I want to know your opinions on this. Well, you know, I think as uh, from a Jets fan perspective, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback. You don't know how long you got him, mm-hmm. so I think that's great in that aspect. And for the Packers, you know, you, you lose an all-time great quarterback as well. He didn't do a lot. Uh, with them, but I think you should just be happy with it, with it that it's over, that you can move on. That yeah, it's a step down with Jordan Love, but I think you're just happy that it's over. So that's what I am. I'm just happy that it's over. The deal is finally done. And did you know people make compromises in this trade? Did they settle in the trade? Yes, but I'm just glad that it's over. And I think fans should be happy. Uh, Jets fans to happy that they got their guy, and the Packers fans that they're that they're rid of this guy, and all the drama can be put behind them. All right, I'm gonna start with the Jets here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jets, you should be happy you got your guy. No, it does not make you a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, because the AFC is stacked. Yeah, it does not make <laughs> you a Super Bowl contender. So you can just pump the brakes on that. Everyone who's a Jets fan already saying, "Oh, we're the best team in the AFC." J-E-T-S, no, Jets, no, Jets, Jets. You're not. I've seen this story before. It didn't work out so well for you. No. <laughs> I've seen this one before. Green Bay quarterbacks coming to New York. By the way, he's going to be number eight because he's only a third of how good he is in, at, at, when he was in Green Bay. Huh? I guess so. Yeah. Or he's twice as good as Brett Favre. He's twice as too. good. That, that um, too. And can't wear number 12 because of Joe Namath. Right. Um So that's that's my take on, on the Jets side of things. You got your guy. Great. Now you get to handle... All of if we thought Aaron Rodgers in no offense to the Packers fans, but the middle of nowhere Green Bay was right. a headache. Now we get to see Aaron Rodgers in New York. Right. Yeah, if he throws like an interception in practice or something. Cowboys everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I said that when when they first talked about mm-hmm. with the the Jets of you know how is he going to deal with uh, the media in New York? So good luck with if, that. If you are the Packers, Travis. As we mentioned yesterday, and I said this yesterday on the show, you had no leverage. Yeah, you had you. He couldn't walk back into the locker room. Right, you had to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Think about Green Bay. Okay, gave up Aaron Rodgers, who whether you like him or you don't, just two years ago won back to back MVPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty and twenty one. Back-to-back MVP. Yep. He has not fallen off a cliff since then. Has he mm, Has he gotten a little worse? Those. Yes. Has yeah. his talent around him gotten worse in Green Bay? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but still, I would say top five quarterback, right? Yeah. I, I think you can say that pretty conservatively. 
Yeah, I would think so. Top five quarterback. And you gave up your first round draft pick this mm-hmm. year. Yep. And you gave up a fifth rounder next year. Or this year, I'm sorry. This fifth year, rounder yep. this year. To get the 13th pick this year, which mm-hmm. moves you up yeah. two spots. Moves up two spots, Two right. spots. A 2023 20, second rounder, so that's a second rounder this year. Mm-hmm. A sixth rounder this year. Mm-hmm. And a second rounder next year that becomes a first if Rodgers pays 65% of his plays. Now, barring injury, Aaron Rodgers will play 65% of yeah, the year. That's so that happen. will become a first. Yeah. But Travis, Green Bay got nothing here. They got nothing. Yeah. Because think about it. If the Jets are as good as they think they're going to be, great, you got the Jets' first-round pick next year. What, a 20? Right. A 25? Yeah. There's not – that's not a lot there. Yeah. I guess it's true. You moved up two spots in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not a big, big upgrade. I, it was a case to where, as we said, Green Bay had no negotiating power here. Aaron Rodgers already come out and said he was only going to one place. Mm-hmm. You weren't letting him come back in the locker room. Yeah, no. You couldn't negotiate for more from any other team. Because Aaron Rodgers already said, I'm only playing for the Jets. Mm-hmm. I think, Travis, that Green Bay, and I'm, I'm going to say this, and if there's any Green Bay fans listening out there, uh, forgive me. Travis, I think if you're Green Bay, I'm getting on the phone with Houston. I'm getting on the phone with Arizona, and I'm trying to do whatever I can to trade up. Mm, so you wouldn't be done trading. I would get a quarterback in this draft. Because mm. I don't believe they have faith in Jordan Love. They can say they do all they want, but if they did, they would have made this deal sooner, and they would have had him start at the end of the year last year. <sighs> I don't think they have faith in Jordan Love. I think it's kind of the way with the 49ers situation with uh, Lance. You kind of got to see what you got with them, and I think you got to, for Green Bay, I don't think they make that big move of trading up in the draft. I think you got to find out what you got in love. See if he's really your franchise guy. I, I don't think he is. I don't but, think he is. But they have to find that out. But here's here's the issue with with the Trey Lance thing, all right? And you you brought that up as the example with the 49ers. The NFC West year in year out is much more difficult than the NFC North. Yeah. You can take a year or two to see what you got in a quarterback because if you stink, you ain't getting anywhere close to the playoffs. In the NFC North, 500 wins you the North. Yeah, it's up for grabs now. So you can't waste a year. Yeah. You can compete every year because that, you know, last year with the Vikings was an abnormality. And they proved it in the playoffs that what they really were. <laughs> right? Sure. So, to me, if I'm Green Bay, I'm looking at getting a quarterback mm-hmm. because Jordan Love's not the guy. And but, but how do we know that? We haven't. We've seen, him. seen him on the field. Not enough. Enough for me. <laughs> not enough for me. I know you're still the guy who believes in Trey Lance too. <laughs> oh, I already yeah. went down that road with you, yeah, and you weren't yeah. you weren't listening to that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just feel like you gotta 
you see what you got and you haven't seen uh, enough of them to decide if you're a franchise guy or not. But the problem, Travis, is let's say hypothetically, hypothetically, let's say he's not. Let's say he's not the guy. Yeah. So you got one pick next year, maybe two in the first round yeah for a quarterback class that isn't that great yeah so maybe a a sleeper could could fall to you yeah two quarterbacks that everyone's kind of talking about even for next year already (laughs) right i i know you you love that one of my favorite things is uh the all too early top 25 in any uh, college sport and then we're talking about the 2024 draft of the next quarterback class when we haven't even drafted the class of 2023 yet in his career travis Uh, 606 yards three touchdowns three interceptions 83 attempts so yes it's not a big sample size but you're not blowing anybody away and I don't think Green Bay is happy being at the bottom of the division. No, you wouldn't think so. They wouldn't put up with that. That That's not, I mean, for goodness sakes, Travis, what's the nickname of Green Bay? Title Town. Yeah. What does the, the winner get when they win the Super Bowl? The Vince Lombardi Trophy. Mm-hmm. Where do the Packers play? Vince Lombardi way. Yep. That losing is not what they do. They haven't had to do it for so long. Because they've had great quarterback play for so long. Yeah, they've gotten so lucky with quarterback play. The fan base will not accept it. Yeah, definitely. That's that's true. So I think you have to try and do something to shake things up. If you're me. Because right now, on this roster, Travis, is Jordan Love and Danny Etling. Those -hmm. are your two quarterbacks. Yeah. Now... I have an idea for Green Bay. <laughs> okay. And it's not trading up. Trading down? It's trading down. Try and get some draft picks. You trade down, and you try to trade into the bottom of the first round, and you get Hooker from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's coming off an injury. You wipe this year clean. Say, we're going to get what we're going to get. It gives you a year to see what you got in Jordan Love. And then when Hooker's healthy next year, if you feel he's the guy... You go. If not, you hopefully have replenished some of the draft stock you lost in this Aaron Rodgers trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who say they, they don't use that pick that they have now? I think 13's too high for him. Yeah. I think that's the problem. 13's too high for him. Yeah. Because, because he's coming off an injury. If he wasn't injured, I would say yes, probably. Yeah. But... I, I think if I'm Green Bay, that is what I look at doing. Because at 13, what am I going to get? A wide receiver? Maybe? A lineman, possibly? What am I going to get to help my team? You're finally going to get a receiver to help this team. <laughs> and that's why Aaron Rodgers was mad about. Yeah. <laughs> all this time. All this time. That would be 
that would be kind of funny. Uh, but from that NFC North perspective, Bears fans, how are we feeling that you finally are rid of the Aaron Rodgers problem as he is out of the vision and you do not play the New York Jets next season? So uh, that's one thing to look forward to. And everyone in the uh, NFC North is rejoicing, not just Bears fans, but Lions fans, Vikings fans, because uh, the uh, NFC North is up for grabs now. It's anyone's game. Detroit has got to be licking their chops because they're coming off pretty hot how they ended the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings, of course, you figure they might take a step back. And, you know, like you said, you saw what they were in the playoffs. Yep. And then the Bears are super excited with uh, the draft, the ninth pick, and what they do, and Justin Fields with uh, the new offensive weapons he has. And, Travis, I, I posed this question to, to Derek Warren um, earlier today, and I'll pose it to you too. Are we living here on April 25th, Tuesday, April 25th? Are we living in a world where the Bears have the best quarterback in the NFC North? Yeah. You could say that. He, he said Goff, and I said, I don't trust Goff. I would rather have the mobility of Justin right. Fields. Goff may be more accurate than Justin Fields is. Yeah. But Justin like Fields can bail you out of a lot. Yeah, Goff's more like a game manager yeah. than anything. And Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. So are we living in a world where the Chicago Bears have the best quarterback in the NFC North? Yeah, I think we are. Blows my mind. <laughs> Blows my mind. As crazy but as that sounds. I want to I wanna just really quickly, before we move on completely from Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. We've mentioned we've seen this script before. We have, yep. It's funny how much we've seen this. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Brett Favre, 16 seasons in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, 18. Yeah. Brett Favre won three MVPs. Aaron Rodgers won four. Both of them won one Super Bowl. Yeah. Brett Favre in his postseason, 12 and 10. Aaron Rodgers, 11 and 10. Hmm. Brett Favre was 35 years old when Green Bay drafted a quarterback in the first round, who was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was 36 years old when Green Bay drafted that first round quarterback in Jordan Love. Hmm. Brett Favre was 38 years old when he was traded to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, 39 years old when traded to the Jets. How oh. weird. Yeah. Like I said, Kirk Cousins is a free agent at the end of next season. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, I would be on the lookout because Aaron Rodgers is coming for your job. He is following <laughs> Brett Favre. Following the path. Hopefully he just follows the football career path. How weird. That is weird. That it's so it's similar. It's so similar. Yeah. That's crazy. <sighs> Uh, and also, it's a nice uh, reminder that the last pass that Aaron Rodgers threw in a Green Bay uniform was a, a pick, and it was a pick against the Detroit Lions. A, uh, picking off uh, Mr. Rodgers was Uvi alum Kirby Joseph. His last pass in a Green Bay was an interception to a Uvi guy. One last thing before we, we close up shop here. Um, Jordan Love, as you mentioned, made one start since being drafted week 9 2021 when Aaron Rodgers was out due to COVID (coughs) in the common draft area era love is the fifth quarterback to be drafted in the first round and make one or fewer starts during his first three years of his career he's the first since Aaron Rodgers who didn't make a start in a game during his first three years when he sat behind Brett Favre Hmm. so I guess if you're Green Bay it turned out for you all right the first time it did yeah but again I don't think Jordan Love can get anywhere close to the uh talent of Aaron Rodgers and mm. I can't stand the guy so <laughs> yeah all right so 
uh, we'll see what the future holds with everybody and the, the Jets Super Bowl are a bust uh, for them. And that's what their high expectations are when you acquire a guy 14 to one like that. So yeah, it improved their odds uh, big time for sure for those Super Bowl odds. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, that was a big move, big trade before the uh, draft. It got done. And, of course, the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. And if you uh, missed it in the pod, we got something special for you that we're cooking up in the uh, podcast for Thursday as well. So uh, that is something to look forward to. And also something else to look forward to is baseball and a softball action from yesterday. And we'll recap it all coming up next. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Hey, doctor, not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S-Life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. 
Lanny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Pitches. Molina hits it high and deep. Left center field. Back to the track. The wall. Goner. Tie game in the ninth. One pitch from Kimbrough and Molina ties the game. A swing and a long one. Home run. Paul DeYoung. Left center field. Back to back. Jack. The Cardinals have taken the lead in the ninth. Craig Kimbrell is serving up batting practice. Two pitches in the ninth inning. Craig Kimbrell is serving up batting practice. Welcome back in here to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And speaking of St. Louis Cardinals, they're back on the airwaves again tonight here on 98.9. Just run it back from last night. A 7.50 will be the pregame show startup later on. And we'll talk about MLB coming up here shortly. But uh, let's talk more local as the uh, Cardinals are all the way out in uh, San Francisco last night. Let's talk about a more local baseball and a softball. We'll start off in the NTC as Altamana, they got the win over in Acomas, a 6-2-4. Altamana picked up a couple runs in the first inning, and they also picked up another run in the third and a fifth inning. Acomas, they scored two runs in the fifth and a sixth, but Altamana picking up a go-ahead run in the sixth and then the assurance run in the seventh there. Uh, Hammer gets the win on the mound. He goes six and two-thirds innings, and he gave up eight hits, four runs, and he walked four batters and struck out four batters as well. And Eli Miller came in to uh, save the last out there in the bottom of the uh, seventh. RBIs credited uh, with uh, Mason Robinson. He had two RBIs. Uh, Erhard had an RBI, and Eli had an RBI, as well as Altamana picks up the win there. It was a St. Anthony getting the win over Dietrich, 11-2-1. Put up an eight spot there in the bottom of the third to break that game open there. Uh, Dietrich lone run came in the top of the uh, fourth inning. And uh, St. Anthony, uh, Levitt gets the win on the mound. He goes three innings, giving up four hits and only one run. It wasn't earned. And a five uh, strikeouts. RBI is credited to a uh, Caney. He picked up a couple and then uh, sprinkled in there Adams, uh, Levitt, uh, Larhausen, uh, Haney, and Schmidt pick up our ribs for St. Anthony. Funneman takes the loss on the mound for uh, Dietrich as he goes three innings in relief, gives up five hits, uh, six runs, and one uh, strikeout. Uh, there as St. Anthony picks up uh, the uh, dub. It was a uh, South Central winning a uh, close one against Tatopoulos by the final of a uh, three to two. 
Uh, South Central got things started with two in the bottom of the first, and then they uh, T-Town tied it up in the top of the fourth, getting two runs, and then the go-ahead run came in the bottom of the fifth for South Central. It was Dotson picking up the win. Uh, he uh, goes six and two-thirds innings, giving up three hits and uh, a couple of runs and 11 strikeouts. Uh, Benera comes in and gets the uh, final out to uh, save it there, and it was a, a strikeout as well. Uh, the only RBI uh, credited for uh, South Central went to uh, Markley there over on the side of Tatopoulos. Gaddis takes the loss. He went four and two-thirds innings, giving up five hits, one earned run, walking three batters and striking out five. Uh, Seamer came in and only gave up a hit in relief in an inning and a third. And he also had accredited RBIs to a Waldoff. He was the only two RBIs for the uh, shoes in the loss there. It was uh, Brownstown and uh, St. Elmo defeating Flora by the final of a 5 to a 3 as Brownstown got it started with 3 in the top of the first. And then they picked up 2 more uh, there in uh, the 4th uh, inning, 5th inning uh, there. And then uh, Flora picked up all 3 of their runs in the bottom of the 7th. So comeback came up a little bit short uh, Paisley gets the win on the mound for BSC. He went six-plus innings, only giving up a run on five hits and striking out seven batters there. RBIs, uh, Stein picked up three of them, and uh, that was Wyatt Stein and Elaine Stein picked up the other RBI for Brownstown, and they improved to a nine and six on the uh, season. It was a CHBC. Uh, they uh, shut out Ramsey by the final of a three a two a nothing as CHBC picked up two in the bottom of the third and also one more insurance run in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Doty, he gets the win on the mound. He struck out 17 mm. batters in this one and only allowing three hits uh, for Ramsey. And so great pitching performance there for the uh, Bobcats. And it was a Marshall. They won over Nioga by two touchdowns, 14 to nothing there. As crooked numbers all over the place for Marshall, as you would expect. Six runs in the top of the uh, second and also four more in the fifth. Nioga can only scratch across three hits as Ross gets the uh, win there uh, for Marshall. Uh, Franklin had a home run and three RBIs. And Francis also had three RBIs for Marshall. It was a Newton picking up the win in the little line over Alney 17 to a seven. As offense was a plenty there, Alney picks up four in the top of the first. Newton ties it up in the bottom half with four more of their own. Alney puts up a three spot to take a seven to four lead, and then Newton ties it up again with three more. So it was tied at seven after two innings. And then uh, Newton breaks it open there with eight in the bottom of the third to go on to win 17-7. to seven. Shut down the offense after the first two innings mm-hmm. there for the Newton Eagles. Uh, McClure gets the uh, win as he went three innings, only allowing uh, two hits and a strikeout four batters. Offensively, uh, Newton was uh, led by Flowers. He had three RBIs. So did Jansen. Driving in three, uh, Reach Reynolds also had three RBIs as well. Missed him, and Harris had an RBI, and uh, Ferguson also picked up an RBI for Newton there. And uh, so uh, Eagles 
picking up uh, the uh, win uh, there. It was uh, Paris over Casey, 6-3. Mount Carmel over Lawrenceville, 3-2. Charleston shutting out Robinson, 6-0. Rochester over Taylorville, 7-0. Lincoln Prairie's Villa Grove over Cumberland, 10-9. Sarah Gord over Tri-County, 11-9. Argento over Decatur, I'll say, 13-0. And Arthur over Heritage. Central Illinois Conference, Warrensburg-Latham over Tuscola, 11-4. Shelbyville shutting out St. T, 2-0. Sullivan over Central A&M, 3-1. And Clinton over Macon Meridian, 5-2. South Central Conference, it was Vandalia over Pena, 17-6. Carlinville over Litchfield, 7-4. And Gillespie defeating Bunker Hill, 14-1. In a softball action from yesterday, it was St. Anthony getting the win over Dietrich, and it was by the final of 12-1. to St. Anthony picking, picking up a crooked number there in the bottom of the third. Eight runs there to break that one Ooh. open. Uh, Warrensy gets the win in the uh, circle, and Craig gets hit with a loss for Dietrich. Uh, Fowler picks up the lone RBI for Dietrich there in the uh, first, and RBI sprinkled all over the place for St. Anthony Hatton. Uh, she had two RBIs. Wormzine picked up an RBI. Niebergi, Fierde, uh, Keebler, Faber, and Vonderheide all picked up RBIs for the Lady Bulldogs. It was the Windsor's two straws over St. Elmo Brownstown, a 15 to a nothing. Windsor put up a nine spot in the uh, first inning and uh, never looked back there. Uh, Hayes, uh, they actually combined for a one hitter with uh, Holland. Uh, they're only allowing a hit, and Hayes went three innings, and Holland pitched the uh, final inning there, giving up the only hit of the game for Windsor. And RBI is sprinkled all over here for uh, the Hatchets, but Carey, she had five of them yesterday. And they also had a Kinkler, Hayes, uh, Gee, and Porter picking up RBIs for Windsor's two straws. It was South Central over Odin, 6-2-4, as Odin took the early lead here, but uh, South Central basically won it there in the uh, sixth inning, picking up a five spot in that inning. Uh, Webster gets the win in the circle. She goes all seven innings, giving up five hits, three walks, and striking out seven there. And Michael paced the way for South Central. She had four RBIs yesterday, and Garrett also sent one over the fence in the win for South Central. And it was Oblong defeating North Clay Clay City by the final of an 8-1 to one as Oblong put up a 5 spot there in the 5th inning to take control of that one. Uh, Hance, she suffered the loss in the circle. She went all 7 innings, only giving up a couple of hits and 6 earned runs, 7 walks, and striking out 12 batters uh, there uh, despite... The loss there, and it was uh, Newton over only four to three in a uh, closely contested contest uh, there. As Newton, they picked up runs in the fourth, fifth, and a sixth to get the win there. Coker, she gets the win in the circle as she only gave up a couple runs on four hits and she struck out a six. And a Spillman takes the loss for only there. And Odell gets credited for an RBI. Coker did as well. Cameron Martin and Kessler 
picked up RBIs for Newton. It's KZ shutting out Paris 3-0. Mount Carmel over Lawrenceville 13-7. Marshall over Robinson 6-0. It was Tatopoulos getting the win over FEM in a uh, close game. It was 5-1 was the uh, final score there. Both teams scored a run in the uh, first inning. Topless then puts up a two spot in the second and a fourth innings to go on to win this one. It was Gibson to go in the distance in the circle. She goes seven innings, giving up four hits, only one run, and striking out five there. RBI is credited to Niebergi, Conkle, and Helmick, and uh, Niebergi picked up two RBIs there. Armstrong takes the loss for FEM. She goes six innings, giving up 11 hits, uh, striking out four while giving up four and runs as well. The lone RBI for the Hearts was credited to Riley Cunningham there in the three spot there. Other scores, it was uh, Arthur over Cumberland, 9-4. Arcola over Argenta, 6-3. Okaw Valley over Tri-County, 12-5. Central Illinois Conference, it was Sullivan over A&M, 1-0. Macon defeating Clinton, 13-9. And Shelbyville over St. Tia, 15-2-1. It was Carlinville over Litchfield, 15-2. And a tennis action from yesterday, it was FEM defeating Robinson, 8-1. Action for today on the schedule. You got Altamont at Chrysler Rock, Tolono Unity at St. Anthony, Brownstown hosting Cumberland, Windsor at North Clay, Neoga hosting Arcola, Little Illini Conference. You got Newton traveling to Topolis, Dietrich at Casey, Paris hosting Arthur Ocock Christian, North Knox at Lawrenceville. In the Lincoln Prairie, you got Champaign St. Thomas More at Tri County, Hayworth at Argenta, Shelbyville is at CHBC. Uh, Payne is at Vandalia, Staunton, Hillsboro, North Mac at Piasaw, and Gillespie hosting Carlinville. In softball, you got FEM at Altamont, St. Anthony at Tolona Unity, Mulberry Grove at St. Elmo, and a CHBC hosting Dietrich. Little Lina, you got Topolis at Marshall, Newton hosting Mount Carmel, North Knox at Lawrenceville, Paris at Hoopston. You also have a Mattoon at Arthur in the Lincoln Prairie. In the South Central, you got Staunton, Hillsboro, North Mac, Piasaw, Greenlandville, or Greenville, Litchfield. In tennis, you got St. Anthony at Casey, Newton hosting Robinson. And you got track meets in FEM, Shelbyville, CHBC, Vandalia, and Flora in a packed day for boys and girls track and field action today, Absolutely, too. Absolutely, and hopefully weather will be fine for it as well. I would think so. So uh, you can click on uh, the website, fmradio.com, and look on the uh, local sports tab for all the results and uh, schedule up uh, there. But right now we're going to step away, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk in uh, more Major League Baseball coming up next here on the Star Lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. Reefers, flatbeds, dump trailers, hopper bottoms, and van trailers. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Our trailer shop can repair your semi-trailer from minor repairs to major collision damage and straightening. Since we're a full-line parts distributor, we have the largest parts inventory. 
See us for welding, inspections, insurance estimates, and for maintenance like grease and lube, alignments, and safety lighting. You expect a lot from your truck. We exceed your expectations. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric. And I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Aurora. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry Sports interrupted the St. Louis City SC host Union Omaha in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup at City Park tonight. The tournament pits teams from multiple United States soccer leagues against one another. The results of tonight's match will not affect St. Louis's place in the MLS standings. The Illinois men's basketball team is strengthening its front court. Former Oregon Duck forward Quincy Greer announced yesterday that he is transferring to the Fighting Illini. He has one season of eligibility left. Last year, he started 22 of his 36 appearances while averaging 9 points and 4.6 rebounds per game. The Colts are gearing up for the NFL draft. Indianapolis is expected to select its next franchise quarterback with the fourth overall pick in the first round, which begins Thursday night. The Colts have hosted top quarterback prospects C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, and Hendon Hooker as part of their draft preparation. Indianapolis also holds one pick in the second, third, and fourth rounds, in addition to three picks in the fifth and two in the seventh. The Fever are expecting big things from this year's top pick. Indiana introduced Aaliyah Boston in a press conference yesterday. Boston was greeted by Fever General Manager Lynn Dunn and Head Coach Christy Sides at Indianapolis International Airport on Saturday for making her first trip to Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Indiana's first exhibition game is set for May 7th against the Sky in Chicago. And the Titans GM says there are no trades for Derrick Henry. Welcome back in. Starting lineup, Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits uh, there. Yeah, I did see the little rumor and in innuendo about Derrick Henry. Yeah, the Titans GM basically said that teams aren't asking about Derrick Henry. He mm-hmm. said, I don't know. I know people have a job to do to speculate and put things out and hope it sticks, hope that they're right. Um, but reports of teams trying to trade Henry at the NFL League meetings were erroneous. Mm, erroneous erroneous good word i like it <laughs> there all right so we talked about a local baseball let's talk about a major league baseball and a game that you heard right here on a 98.9 you didn't hear it for the cardinals because they didn't do anything you heard it for alex cobb he pitched a uh shutout first shutout he's thrown in 11 years <laughs> he was good with the Rays. 10 yeah. Nine, ten years ago, 35 years old. He's with the Giants. He just shut out the Cardinals. Giants end up winning four to nothing last night as Jordan Montgomery, you know, he recorded a quality start. Four quality starts this season, and three of them have come from Jordan Montgomery, and uh, it all went wrong there in the seventh. I know a lot of people are – uh, bringing that fielding error by Edmund there is kind of what got the wheels in motion mm-hmm. and it all kind of fell apart after that. And, you know, they brought 
Uh, they took Montgomery out there at that point with traffic on the base pads, and then Verhagen comes in and lets up three runs, and uh, hey, Hanager hit a sack fly, and then Davis uh, sent one over the wall to break it open there, and the offense nowhere to be found uh, yesterday, and Jordan Montgomery deserved better last night, and we can't even score one run against 35-year-old Alex Cobb. Good grief. Uh, Travis. I Cardinals slipped to 9-14 and 14 on the season. When do you start? Uh, <laughs> I know, press we're, the I know we're early. When do you start at least thinking it? Are you are you there? Thinking about what? Thinking about this team is something's not clicking. Yeah, something that hasn't been clicking for uh, a while. This is the now we're zero and eight in series opening games, mm-hmm. but that's apparently not something to monitor, according to our manager. See, that's a problem right there. <laughs> like right there, that 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 is a problem. I mean, he said that after uh, last series when we lost the opener to uh, Seattle. But I, I mean, I, I think it's starting to get closer to the end of the first month. And I yeah. think Travis, the other thing is, is unfortunately, if you are the Cardinals, like let's be—I on- know everyone's going to say that. Oh, Eric, you're coming at this with a, a jaded look, and I'm—I'm I'm not trying to. But the fact that the Cubs, Brewers, and Pirates are all playing probably much better than you thought they would, specifically the Pirates and the Cubs. Mm. is not good for the Cardinals. Right. Because it just means you have more teams you have to try to catch, more teams you have to try and pass, and more teams that are contending, which means there's less, you know. At what point, Travis, do you start considering what you're doing at the trade deadline? I know it's July, Mm -hmm. but you have to start moving pieces before July 31st. Yeah. At what point, if you're the St. Louis Cardinals, do you go, yeah, this year just isn't it for whatever reason? Mm. Or do you think the Cardinals will be buyers at the trade deadline? Mm. Now, I don't think with how they're playing now, they would be. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And probably not. Here's the other thing. It's not like, for example, if the Yankees were 9-14, and 14, but Aaron Judge was on the 60-day injured list, you would have mm. an excuse for why. Yeah. No one is injured for a significant time. I know Wainwright is, but he's only starting once every five games. Right. I I just think that there's a lot of holes in this Cardinals team right now. There is. And, you know, the trade pieces that, that we do have on the outfield that we've created with the, the log jam out mm-hmm. there, the longer that we wait and guys like, you know, Tyler O'Neill, you know, with uh, everything that's happened with him this season and he's could be a trade piece there the longer that uh, we hold on to him the less his value goes down out there it's like a car once you drive it off the lot it goes down in value and every time they strikes out uh, he ended the game yesterday on a strikeout I think he's hitting like 240 some on the season so the longer you try him out there the lower his value uh, will become Dylan Carlson as well we've held on to him forever and uh, so the longer we hold on to him, the less his value uh, mm-hmm. will become, too. So um, it's just a bad situation. I mean, the other day I didn't shout out uh, Paul DeYoung, who came back in Seattle. He had a home run 
on uh, Sunday, and that was uh, nice to see for a guy that's literally on his last chance. Like, yep. I don't know what kind of blackmail he has over this organization, but uh, he keeps getting chance after chance. And, yep. yeah, he had a great game this weekend in Memphis, and then he was promoted to the big leagues again. And um, this is his last chance, though. So I uh, don't remember what he did last night, but just wanted to – Shout that out because I forgot to talk about it yesterday. Well, here, give me two seconds. I will look for you. But uh, Cardinals will try to get back on that horse uh, today. And uh, like I said, a running back, same start time as last night, 7.50 pregame show coverage. Over for 3. Oh, for 3. That's what I thought. I didn't think he did much. Hey, but. he's still batting 429 on the year. Uh, yeah, he had a great great game Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that is his only appearance. Hey, right now your offense, Travis, is being led by Nolan Gorman. I know. And M. Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Nolan Gorman for sure. That's that's about it. <laughs> M. Wilson's come on lately. Yeah. But for, I was going to say 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. Right, yeah, he was frustrated on Sunday. He got thrown out of the game. He busted his bat and got tossed because he struck out. So. Yeah. You like seeing the emotion, right? Yeah, you do, just not in, in that way. Yeah. And uh, so uh, they'll try to get back on it. Woodford on the mound for the cards today. And an old familiar guy, John Brebia, will be opposed to him. Didn't know he was a starter. I guess maybe he could just be an opener. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Last time I knew he was a reliever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the Cubs, they were off, so uh, they didn't play yesterday. The uh, White Sox, they were in Toronto, and they fell to the uh, Blue Jays 5-2-2. Two, two. Uh, Bassett left, though. He won the game, but he left with a sore back, so mm-hmm. we'll monitor that. The Rays, they homer again, and they also have won a 14 straight at home. They beat the Astros last night. They How did. about that? They did. And they won 8-3. to three. was the final there. Uh, the Rock- 22 straight games now with a home run. Yeah, the 22 straight. Good. Impressive. Yeah, 20-3 and three now on the young season. Uh, Rockies, they shot out the Guardians 6 nothing. Baltimore rallied and won over the Red Sox 5-4. to four. The Reds, they beat the Rangers 7-6. The Braves, they shut out the uh, Marlins. And uh, Spencer Strider took a no-hitter all the way into the eighth inning. And he uh, struck out 13 batters as well. Kind of an odd way that he lost his no-hitter perfect game uh, there last night. I think it was an error. Uh, Tigers, they beat the Brewers 4-2. The uh, Twins, they went over the Yankees 6-1. And uh, let's see, uh, Joey Gallo, he homered and gets a little revenge there. Diamondbacks, they win over the Royals 5-4. to four. And the A's win in a wild one over the Angels 11-10. Oakland gets their fifth win of the season. They also homered five times yesterday, and they had to do it in extras because it was back and forth. And Tyler Ward robbing a home run there in the ninth inning, robbed a grand slam in the ninth inning of that, but then the A's pull it out in extras over the Angels. High-scoring affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, games going on today, Rockies, the Guardians continuing their series. Let's see, Corey Kluber going for the Red Sox. Dodgers, they're in uh, Pittsburgh to take on the uh, Pirates, and it was just announced this morning that uh, Brian Reynolds signed a yeah. huge eight-year extension with the uh, Pirates. So much for that trade he demanded in the offseason. That's uh, what happens when you start winning. I guess so, yeah. $106 million worth for Yeesh. Mr. Reynolds. 
the uh, Rouseman and uh, Garcia going for the Astros and Rays. Uh, Seattle and uh, Philadelphia to take on the Phillies. You got Clevenger against Berrios in the White Sox-Blue Jays game. You got uh, the Nationals in uh, New York to take on the Mets. Padres are in town to take on the uh, Cubs. Blake Snell against Justin Steele. Um, A's, Angels, Royals, Diamondbacks there later on tonight. So uh, we'll see. And, of course, tune in to uh, Cardinal Baseball right here on uh, 98.9. 7 of 50 will begin the pregame show. 8.35 will be the game of broadcast. All right, uh, so uh, we're running out of time, and we got just enough time to hit up on uh, some NBA playoffs from last night. Uh, so uh, let's go. Coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now. Already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. to close out the show uh, we're closing out of the uh, show because we're only here for a little bit longer on a 98.9 we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, pod here in a little bit last night in uh, the uh, NBA is some uh, big time performances by uh, big time players as it was the uh, Heat that's right the Heat they beat the Bucks 119 to 114 take a stranglehold on this series they have the uh, they hold the uh, most dangerous lead in all of sports three to one, mm-hmm. and it was because of Jimmy Butler's performance. Fifty six points by Jimmy Butler last night. He looked good, oh, and uh, he turned back the clock. And if you're the Bucks, this is not where you expected to be against an eight seed. Right. Exactly. Like, this is not where you're supposed to be if you are the uh, the Bucks. But hey, the Heat have come out and played. That's, heat, that's all there is. They heat. They lost the Hawks in the play-in, and then they turned around and they beat the Bulls to get this eighth seed. But uh, they have come on, and now they're in the driver's seat in full control here. Jimmy Butler, fifty-six points, like you said, most in Heat playoff history, and fourth most in a playoff game in NBA history. Yeah, I was gonna say fourth most. Yes, that's yes. 
uh, nuts. And Giannis was back in the uh, lineup, and he played basically the whole game. Yeah. And 26 points. Brooke Lopez, he led the way at 36, but uh, it was uh, all heat last night. Well, they they led. Like, it was a 15-point comeback. Hmm. Um, so I guess they, it was, yeah. they They had to come back to do it, but – they just took control. I mean, mm. they they just took control. The second leading scorer on the Heat, by the way, was Bam. He had 15. That's a 41-point difference between the top two scores. Second largest in playoff history in NBA history. Allen Armisen had 54 points in a 2001 game versus the Raptors, which was 44 more than anyone else on the 76ers. Mm. Wow. And the uh, Heat will try to close out there in Milwaukee on a Wednesday. So we'll see if uh, they can get it done. Also, another team taking a 3-1 series lead, and that was the uh, Lakers as they defeated the Grizzlies in OT as they had to come back to do it as well. And uh, the uh, Lakers won 117-2-1-11 to thanks to uh, LeBron James's 20-20 performance. He had 22 points and a 20 rebounds for King James as well last Becomes time. the fifth Laker to do it in, uh, to do 20, 20, and five, because he had five assists as well, um, to do it in the postseason, just the fifth Laker. So, uh, did you see what Shaq said, by the way? What did he say? He said, uh, you know, Dylan Brooks said he wouldn't respect a player until he got 40, and Shaq said 20 and 20, that equals 40. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So. That's true. I, I like that. That's true. And then uh, once again, uh, proving why uh, Dylan Brooks is a, a clown, he uh, denied uh, access or he uh, did not speak to reporters uh, last night after the game. The only thing he said was, I'm out, and did not speak to reporters. Yeah, you're going to be out of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. You talk that talk, and uh, now, yeah, LeBron hasn't gone for 40 points, but I get what Shaq's saying. I like that there. But uh, this is what – great players do you poke to the bear and this is what you get and the lakers are about to run you out of the playoffs after you talk to your talk and then uh you run away scared it's not that you talk the talk and you can't back it up it's another thing to uh, talk the talk and not back it up and then run after the game not even uh holding yourself accountable is what makes me mad oh, about yeah. dylan brooks and you're just a clown man he is 100 percent. like jeez 100%. Get this guy off the court. If you're going to be a villain, at least don't run. Yeah, after, live up to it. Yeah, like just a Draymond Green wannabe. Yeah, at least, oh yeah. At least yeah. he backs it up, and at least he uh, never runs from being the villain and talks after the game. But, uh, oh, well, I guess we only need one more game, and we'll yeah, be – Yeah, one more game of this fool. And we'll be rid of him. Yeah. Game's going on tonight in the, the NBA as the uh, Celtics can close it out against the Hawks in Boston as they have the 3-1 series lead. Uh, the Clippers and the uh, Suns. The Suns can close it out as well as they have the 3-1 series lead. And, again, the Clippers will be out without Kawhi. So, tall task for the uh, Clippers mm-hmm. with only Russell Westbrook basically fighting and on nba tv the game that's no one's really going to watch it's the timberwolves and the nuggets as the nuggets hold the 3-1 series lead so all three series could come to a close tonight i like it so we'll see if that actually happens yep and we'll be back to report about it tomorrow yep all right, so we'll shift things over to the uh, pod. We'll get to uh, the uh, final line and news from yesterday, and we'll also hit up on the Stanley Cup playoffs 
as well. Coming up in the uh, podcast, but coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. I'm sure they'll have more to talk about about the Aaron Rodgers trade. They didn't get to do it yesterday as the uh, news broke after their show was over, so I'm sure they'll have a lot to say about that. So stick around for that and uh, catch us in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Hey, welcome back to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome to the podcast overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here. And uh, we got the Stanley Cup playoffs to talk about, Illinois athletics to uh, talking about. And one thing that I almost forgot to mention, it's Stinger Tuesday mm-hmm. as well. So we got to get our Dinger Tuesday uh, picks. So stay tuned and stick around for that. But first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports in there that you wanted to clean up? Yeah, the Hawks are going to be without one of their top players for Game 5 of their series against Celtics, as DeJounte Murray has been suspended one game without pay for making contact with and verbally abusing an official at the end of Game 4. He made contact with that referee as he was walking off the court at the end of the game, and then turned back, pointed, and yelled at someone before exiting the court. Boston's leading Atlanta three games to one with Game 5 scheduled for tonight, so he's probably played his last game of the year. If Maybe, Boston's yeah. up 3-1, yeah. yeah. I, I don't see very much happening. Uh, the Kings' magical season could be over. They're going to be without De'Aaron Fox for their pivotal Game 5 showdown against the Golden State Warriors. ESPN reports the All-Star guard suffered a fractured left index finger in Game 4. Will be listed doubtful for Wednesday's game in Sacramento. Fox reportedly injured in the fourth quarter of Game 4, but played through the injury on his shooting hand. That series is tied at 2. Yeah, I did, uh, did see yeah. about that yesterday, so that's a big blow yep. to the Kings. Uh, the NBA announced on Monday that Utah Jazz forward Laurie Markkinen was honored as the most improved player. Markkinen finished above Oklahoma City Thunder guard Shea Gilchrist-Alexander and New York Knicks guard Jalen Brunson in the voting to earn the accolade. The 25-year-old forward averaged a career-high 25.6 points per game on 49.9% shooting from the floor. Markkinen was in his first season with the Jazz after previously playing with the Bulls and the Cavs. The Rockets have a new head coach, Travis. According to ESPN, Houston has agreed on a deal to hire Emu Uduka as the franchise's next coach. Hiring comes nearly three months after the Boston Celtics suspended and dismissed him for an improper workplace relationship. An independent law firm probed into him, found that he used crude language in his dialogue with a female subordinate for the start of an improper workplace relationship with her. In his one season as head coach, he led the Celtics to the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, Houston picking up someone. And someone who's losing some people, Travis, as a number of football players are saying farewell to head coach Deion Sanders in Colorado. Yeah. 18 players entered the transfer portal on Monday, just days after the team held its annual spring football game. Headlining the new departures are running back Deion Smith, and wide receivers Jordan Tyson and Montana Lumicious Craig. All three were major contributors to last year's Colorado team. In total, 31 players have entered the portal since April 15th. The Buffaloes are bringing in over 20 players via the transfer portal. Right. 
That's it's a, a, it's a lot, lot of players just uh, after playing in the spring game. Yeah. I didn't play in the spring game. I'm out of here. Yeah. That's, that's what that sounds like. And I think some of the players were actually played in the spring game. Actually did well in the game. They didn't like Coach, Coach Prime. I guess so. I mean, didn't he say when he first got here that, you know, you can always hit the portal, yep. hit the door if you don't like it? Yep. So there you go. Obviously, they did. did. Yep. <laughs> they did, and they are. So, nah, Coach Prime, a hot backup. Yeah. That was amazing how they showed the difference in, in a year. 2022. Yeah. There was no one there at their spring game, and then uh, this year it was basically sold out. Yep. I did was, like that. That was nuts. But there you go. We'll have some, well, I guess we can just tran- uh, um, transition. transition into that because uh, speaking on the uh, college of football front and college sports in general, uh, the line I made a couple of news uh, yesterday. Uh, in a football, it was announced that they're making a change to the uh, schedule for the upcoming uh, football season as when the uh, schedule was initially released for Illinois football. Oh, there was no Friday night game uh, this year. So we all thought that was a good thing, you know, football in the fall Fridays. That's for high school. Yep. Well, the Atlanta decided to uh, change that up as looks like they are going to have a Friday game after all, as they moved the October 7th game against Nebraska, and that's a home game there in Champaign. But uh, they moved that to Friday, October 6th. So it's going to be prime time under the lights there at Memorial Stadium against Nebraska. So if you don't know what exactly time it is yet or any other scheduling details, but just that it's moved from uh, Saturday to Friday. Not a fan. Not a fan for scheduling purposes for this guy, but not a uh, fan for a lot of reasons, Travis. For behind the scenes scheduling, but yeah, Friday nights for high school football. Yeah, I thought we escaped it this year. Nope, we had to put a Friday game on like, the schedule. Isn't that when you want to have recruits come? I would think so. Yeah. So you're losing a game to have recruits come because if it's a Friday night, they're playing. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yep. That maybe in other states they're not playing football, and maybe that's when you bring those recruits in. Yeah, possibly. Right. But I just don't. I just don't get. I. I, yeah, I don't get, get it either. Because they would probably have a game on Saturday. You're not going to bring them to Champaign and then have them go home and go do a game that evening. You wouldn't think could, no. but yeah. I, I I just I don't see the. I get the appeal for oh it's prime time. It's Gets the spotlight on us and stuff like that, but I don't like it. I guess, and some of the people that you're trying to get eyeballs on, they're going to be either playing in games or they're going to be at a game mm-hmm. that night for high school football. So I don't know. But I thought we escaped it, but not no. to be. They switched things up on us. So yep. get a little forward to that in the fall. As uh, I lost track of my. Uh, ticker uh to the uh, first game of the uh year against toledo (laughs) for illinois football and uh, illinois basketball they made a a splash uh, yesterday 
as uh, they got uh, someone in the uh, transfer portal. Yeah, someone coming in to uh, the Illini rather than someone going out, and that was, uh, you mentioned, Crincy uh, Gear uh, from Oregon as this is his second stop as he was in Syracuse previously before his uh, stop in Oregon. So uh, a couple or a couple of years ago, five years ago uh, when he committed. Five years ago. Uh, he was uh, committed to Syracuse over both uh, the two schools that he's, he was at, Oregon and Illinois. So this was his top three, and I guess he's hitting up on his top three. Now he's got them all covered. As, uh, Oregon was also in the running. We were in the running as well, and uh, Syracuse won out that year. But uh, he ends up coming to Illinois anyways. So uh, he'll finish off his collegiate career here with the uh, Illini. And so, uh, add an Oregon product mm-hmm. to the lineup. Um, he averaged the nine points, 4.5 rebounds per game last year, uh, for Oregon. He shot 35%, uh, from beyond the arc. He stands at six, eight, he's two twenty, And, uh, let's see here. He's, um, he played a, a lot. He played a different position with uh, Syracuse, and he averaged like 14 points a game uh, there at Syracuse, and and then they kind of moved him around uh, there at Oregon. So maybe we can move him back to, I think he was forward. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but I think that he can move him to where he was more successful at Syracuse. I guess that's the one good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and also, I did see this uh, pop up on other people's timelines that I follow for Illini Sports that, uh, barring any more transfers uh, coming in, Gear uh, will be the final Illini basketball player born in the 20th century, as he was born in May 13th, 1999. Uh, Harmon, Damask, Shannon, and Hawkins, of course, uh, those two last two are in question of whether they'll be back on the team, but uh, they were all born in the 21st century. So that's crazy. Could be it the makes f- me feel old. Yeah, right. Uh, so there you go. It could be the final one, born in 1999. Mm. <laughs> I feel so old right now. Yeah, Travis. right. So that's a little fun fact for yeah. your Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, all right, so those are the two things we'll we'll still await. Uh, NBA draft, I think, in the middle of May or towards the end of May, the end uh, of May is when the uh, players that have their names in the draft can withdraw and can come back to a campus. So uh, we'll see about Coleman Hawkins and, I guess, Terrence Shannon Jr. for that matter. Some people don't believe that he's completely gone out the door just yet even though he didn't put that in his statement that he was keeping his college eligibility. Right. But eh, we'll Travis see. believes. I believe. I believe. And then uh, when those two guys come back, we'll have an even more veteran Travis squad. Travis is a glutton for punishment. <laughs> we'll have a more veteran squad than people anticipated. Delusional so. optimist. <laughs> yeah. Just when it comes to the Illini, delusional optimist. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good word for it. <laughs> I mean, that's the only word you can use, right? Yeah, that is a good word for it. <laughs> All right, so uh, the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs. I don't have any delusional optimism for the Blues because 
well, <laughs> they're out of it. They're out of it. And they were out of it a long time ago. Uh, but the teams that are still fighting, it, it was your Kraken. They got the win in OT. Kraken got the early 2 nothing lead, and then Colorado ended up tying it. And then uh, the game eventually went into OT, and uh, Seattle ends up winning it 3-2 to two in the extra period to uh, notch up the series at two games apiece mm-hmm. there. Uh, they did suffer an injury there late. Um, so uh, we'll see if that affects them later on in the series. Yes. It was uh, Vegas taking the dreaded 3-1 to series lead. And they won over the Jets 4-2. to It was the uh, Devils also tying it up there in New York, taking two in MSG as they won last night in a 3-1 evening of that series. And then uh, Toronto, the game of the night. Woof. Tampa blowing it in the uh, third period. They had the 4-1 to one lead. Honestly, it was like five minutes to go in the third period. And Toronto comes all the way back. They force overtime, and they end up winning it in OT 5-4 to four mm. to put the Lightning on the brink of elimination um, as they had the lead 3-1. to one. Oh, boy. That's... Uh... That's a crazy game. I saw there was some uh, some celebs there and taking in the game. So I I think I saw that too. That Tampa Bay game. So yes. Uh, I I think the Lightning are in trouble. They are uh, very much so. Uh, I mean, especially not just losing and going down three one, but the way yes they lost. Yes. Yeah. It's gonna be tough to come back from. It very much is. So. Austin Matthews had a couple of goals in the win last night. Mm. So we'll see if Toronto can close it out. Can they finally do it? Can they break the streak? Can they finally win a playoff series? Uh, they had the 3-2 to two lead over Tampa last year, yep. and they blew it. So we'll see if they can finally win a playoff series. Maybe the curse, the streak so could be over. We'll have to wait on Wednesday, I believe, is the game. Yep. Nope, they don't play until Thursday. Thursday. Uh, must not be For much NBA five. Thursday night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't pay attention, really. Uh, games going on uh, tonight. We got three games. We got uh, Hurricanes. They could close out against the Islanders. They're at home. Uh, the Wild and Stars are tied at two for game five. And the Kings and Oilers are tied at uh, two games apiece as well for game five. So, crucial games tonight. Can we see one series close? And one team will go ahead in the best of three, basically. Do, do you think uh, Do you think we'll have an end to that series in Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I think so. Islanders are cooked. They're cooked. They're done. Travis says it's O-V-E-R. And they're done. That's right. So, there is that. All right. So, uh, have we reached the dinger portion? Not quite yet. I did have some on this day in sports history. Oh, okay. We haven't we haven't done that in a little while. There you go. Um, yesterday, I was going to mention that in 1996, the NBA Board of Governors approved the concept of the Women's National Basketball Association Again, play as a summer league in 1997. So yesterday was the kind of the birth of the WNBA. Hmm. 
Uh, also, Patrick Waugh set an NHL record with his 89th career playoff win, passing former New York Islander Billy Smith as Colorado won 7-0 over the visiting Blackhawks. Patrick Waugh still holds the record for 151 playoff wins. That's a lot of playoff wins. That is. And those both were yesterday. Today, Travis, two things today. First of all, back in 2006, Tracy McGrady had a demoralizing dunk over Sean Bradley. So Google that one. Look that one up. Yes. And on this day back in 1976, Chicago Cubs player Rick Monday stopped a fan who ran on the field from burning the American flag. Ooh. Hey, it'll forever be remembered. It will be. Monday saving the flag. So Mm -hmm. there you go. That is uh, your sports center. That's That's your day in sports history. This day in sports history. Tomorrow, Travis, we have – Two more things we're going to talk about, and one is going to make a certain fan base very, very sad. Oh. Very, very sad indeed. Very sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So we'll uh, stay tuned for that. Yes. All right. So we've reached the dinger portion. Ding it up. Dinger Tuesday. Yes. Who is going to hit home run today? Well, we're going to tell you. We're going to try to tell you. Do you remember who you picked last week? Last week I picked Patrick Wisdom. And he did not he hit He did not run. hit a home run. No, Cubs got shut out that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I told the story on last week's podcast. If you missed it, uh, I wasn't on the show last Tuesday, but uh, when I was making my way over to uh, St. Louis, I did sprinkle some entertainment and had my dingers for the game since yep. I was going to be there. Uh, I picked Corbin Carroll, and I hedged my bets as well. And I also sprinkled a little entertainment on Brandon Donovan. Both of those guys did not even make the starting lineup. Yep. On Tuesday. So those uh, entertainment was void. Voided. So that was good. I didn't lose anything. Yep. But they didn't play in the game. Hmm. So who you got today? <laughs> who do I got today? Who's your pick today? Well, uh, I hope I don't get any bad juju on the, this team because I might be. I might have to get a Rays hat mm. just because you're a big uh, hater on the Rays. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I might have to be a Rays fan uh-huh. because the Cardinals aren't working out. Yeah, uh, bandwagoner. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon. I don't care that they've hit home runs in 20 some games in a row. Yeah. I'm picking someone from the Rays to do it. And I got Ray, Randy O'Rosarina. You got O'Rosarina. Mm-hmm. I'm, huh. I'm stop listening to the experts. I'm putting it away. Those guys don't know anything. Uh, the one guy hasn't even picked a home run all year. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to go with my gut and uh-huh. pick a team that's hot. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go with someone on the Rays and O'Rosarina. We didn't talk about this beforehand, did we? <laughs> we did not, no. I picked Wander Franco. Yeah? From the race. Yeah. I mean, you've hit in 22 I straight games. Him. You, you got to pick somebody. And you look at the race stats, and it's like, all right, they've hit in 22 straight games. Who's leading them in home runs? It's like six home runs. That's it. Yeah, like, it is. It's a big group of guys that have been contributing. So mm-hmm. I pulled the name out of the hat. Came with Wanda Franco. That's who I got. Yeah, Brandon. So we will be watching that race game. Both <laughs> we will. Uh, Yandy Diaz. Makes and, it easy uh, to figure out if anyone won this week. Right. I guess so. Brandon Lau, he, they both lead the Rays in homers with those six. Yep. There. Rosarina has 24 RBIs. Already. So he's that definitely is. been driving him in. Only has five home runs on the season, but 
Yep, slugging them are pretty good. Yep. Are the Rays uh, for sure. All right, so I think that will I think that will do it. I'll have to uh, go online to see if I can find a, a Rays hat later on today. I already have one AL East team hat, so might as well get another one, right? You do? Yeah. That one year that the Blue Jays were awesome. Oh, yeah. I jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? It didn't work out. Yeah. Ain't a bluesin'. Yeah. And when I have the hat on backwards... People see the MLB logo and they're like, is that a Cubs hat? Oh. Like, no. Oh, that's even worse. No, sir. Definitely oh, not. Oh, man. You know, it happens. It happens. So we'll go look up those Rays hats. Hey, as long as it wasn't that yellow Red Sox hat. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the, the hats for the Mother's Day and the hats for the can't remember what it was something military or surely it's not memorial day already but uh-huh. uh yeah not really a fan of them not a fan of any of them but Red Sox why do we have to have why do we have to have a patch on the side of every dang hat i don't know why not what's wrong with a patch? side patches are stupid on every hat what's wrong with a patch we don't need it on every hat patch it up <sighs> All right. Travis so, isn't patching. No, I'm, I despise the side patches on hats. So uh, we'll get out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back tomorrow. Peace. Peace.